All right, let's uh, let's get into this word. We have a, a new topic today, <laughs> right? Uh, exposing the thief called lust. Exposing the thief called lust. So I gotta I gotta do a a, a uh, you know how when you go to the doctor before you get the needle, what they do put like alcohol or something on it. <laughs> who who why they do that? Anybody know? You sterilize it, okay. And when I was a kid, I thought it was because they were trying to make it easy for me because it, it, the alcohol went on cool before I got that stinging pain. All right, so 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 let's just do a little bit of a sterilization. Um, anytime you talk about any topic at a church and it has lust, you're going you're gonna to go through quite a few things. You're going to go through uh, conviction. Uh, there's going to be some condemnation. Um there's always reflection. You got reflection. Uh, you could, uh, when God teaches the word, the word is light. And so the light is trying to put, like, p- picture sometimes in our life we're trapped in a cave, right? And, but you can't see your way out because it's, it's pitch black, it's, it's dark, right? And so with that light is saying, hey, this is the way out. Now, some people, they've been in a cave so long, they'll run deeper in the cave. <laughs> You know, like, hey, somebody's out there, <laughs> right? Some people will run towards the light. So, so I, I want to challenge us to run towards the light today. I want to challenge us to uh, be praying in the spirit throughout the service. So when conviction slips in, it doesn't um, cloud you. So it doesn't, um, conviction doesn't cloud you or your reflection doesn't distract you. You know, because, you know, uh, this topic has been running rampant in a lot of our lives, right? And it's something that they spend very little time with talking about at church because it's running rampant in a lot of preachers' lives, <laughs> right? Uh, and then, hey, hey, how about this one? A lot of times when it's talked about, it's only talked about as it relates to men. And it's running rampant in a lot of women's lives, <laughs> right? Uh, we went to a church before we started our church. And the guy is actually talking about lust. It was the first time I had been to a service. And the guy was talking about lust. I said, man, watch this. I guarantee you, he's going to be talking about the men. And sure enough, it was almost like it had nothing to do with women. Women are independent of lust. God bless them. <laughs> All right? All right, so, so again, we're just going to walk through it because, again, we're God's preparing us for some special things, right? And we're not going to let nothing happen. So the title is is the exposing the thief called lust because lust has been stealing some things, right? So we've been looking around at all this other stuff. You know, think about this. Some of y'all, like some of y'all, are some 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 givers. Um, uh, I mean, we have a wonderful church. People been giving to this church from the giver. I, I think the first person we was in the Bible study person was sending money for for tithe to the church it was six hundred dollars a month from day one you know like um but sometimes you could you could do all that and you say well he said he'll pour out a blessing i'll ruin another receive he'll rebuke the devour for my sake my vine won't cast forth fruit before it's time right that's what we say right and we go where's my resources where's my money where's my breakthrough you go where's uh hey, well i think somebody stole it <laughs> or at least tried to steal it, but we're gonna we're gonna expose it today, right? 
right? You know, that, where's my healing? I think somebody's intercepting some stuff that God has been trying to send you away. There's a thief. You know how you know, you're building a business, and uh, so you're getting a profit. The profits coming in, and they have to make the deposits in the bank. And so, so, so you know, you you busy and everything. You say, man, I'm gonna go check the bank, man. I'm gonna check the bank and look at how much money I've accumulated. And you look at it and be like, ain't no money. But you're like, well, we had all these deposits. Where the money go? Somebody was mishandling the funds. What, what they call that? Embezzlement? <laughs> Somebody embezzling the funds. I, I was at a place one time. This is a church, and uh. Uh, no, we thank God we was out of town. Thank God that God saved us because we was a part of the, uh, the count team. And so we was out of town. We was out of town for like a week. Uh, I think we was out here. Yeah, we were. Yeah, we was out here. It was the first time we came to Sh Scout Charlotte, 2007. We came back. Now, we, we used to, oh, yeah, I can say this. We, we, used to, we had this special room we used to be in, this huge room. We came back, everybody was crammed in one office. I was like, what's going on? And they said, well, $10,000 is missing. Well, it was a check for $10,000 is missing. I don't know if they ever found it. Then they said there was some other money that was passed. See, again, because what some people do is they'll, they'll put certain stuff in, in, the, in the pot so they know that at least that has to show up. Well, that didn't show up either. <laughs> They do it in business all the time. They're like, all right, hey, send this through. <laughs> right? Right? And so, so, so something was embezzled. Well, guess what? God's been sending stuff. It ain't been getting through. It should be on our spiritual accounts. <laughs> right? Somebody been embezzling our stuff. Now, it's already bad if somebody embezzling your stuff and you ain't giving permission. But if you helping a person embezzle stuff, <laughs> imagine paying somebody to take your money. You paying them, giving them a great salary, and they stealing your money. All right, good. I just want to make sure. All right, so let's go here to 1 Peter 5. We're going to start with 1 Peter 5. If, if, if you get an a ill thought, you know, sometimes some of these teachers you get an ill thought, cast it down, right? Cast it down and get back in the game, all right? All right, don't, 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 don't park at the ill thought, okay? All right, so First Peter uh, 5, verse 8. It says, uh, be sober. Y'all know what be sober means, right? It's clear thinking, sound mind, right? Right? It says, be sober and vigilant. Vigilant, sorry. <laughs> I didn't say that right. Vigilant, right? Yeah, that's, so that's intentional, right, sweetheart? But it's a it's a passionate intention. It it ain't just casual, right? Is is it says because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, didn't say he was a roaring lion. So as a roaring lion, almost like you know, the Wizard of Oz, the the the, the, the Wiz behind the curtain, or uh, Milan, you know, the dragon that was really a shadow. Right? You remember that? I watch kids' movies, too. All right, so, so as a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Now, the as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour ties in. See, because if I'm not really a lion, I can't devour everybody. 
I can know there's only some people that's going to maybe fall for my front. <laughs> right? He says, so he's seeking whom he may devour. So, so we already know he's trying to devour folk. And you don't have to read it, but uh, go there. But Job chapter 1, it says the sons of man came around God, right? With the angels, the angels, so fallen, which was Satan, and then the other angels. And so God, he read them. Almost like like Lou. You know, you used to be Lucifer. Lou, what you been doing? Yeah, I've been walking to and fro. Basically seeking, seeking who I can take out. Right? Walking to and fro what? Seeking who I can take out. Right? So we know his goal is to try to take us out. Right? We got that down? Now let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 2. 2 Corinthians chapter 2. I used to do something called a plan to change, and um, one of the things I one of the things I used to give people is uh, uh, conquering lust, you know. And so, you know, we 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 gonna we gonna shut some things down this in this teaching. All right, so Second Corinthians two. Hold on, I'm gonna have it wrong. You're in First Corinthians. That's why it doesn't look right, Keith. All right, so 2 Corinthians 2, verse 11. Well, 2 Corinthians 2, verse 10. Yeah, 2 Corinthians 2, 10. It says, to whom ye forgive anything, I forgive also. It says, for if I forgave anything to whom I forgave it for your sakes, forgave I it in the person of Christ. It says, lest, now we talked about forgiveness first, right? And then it says, lest Satan should get an advantage of us. So it's weird because it's saying, it's talking about forgiveness, then it shift over and it's Satan taking advantage of you, right? It says, lest he should take advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. So it's saying that we should be ignorant of his devices. Now you're saying, seeking whom he may devour, says don't be ignorant of his devices or his tricks. But then it goes into saying uh, that, we we need to be forgiving. So 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 let's go to Hebrews twelve. So I'm gonna walk through this because we're talking about catching this thief. But let's just let's just see what the thief's. Uh, you know, you study out. You ever see? You know, I'm a movie guy. You watch the movies, and you got the the thief that can't nobody catch. And they be they've been studying them for years. You know his habits. He be like, uh, I know. I know him. He's probably in town, you know, to get the crown jewels of whoever, of Jimmy. <laughs> right, right? You know, I mean, he's like, oh, no, no, this ain't, he don't normally roll like this. So somebody get, somebody got shot. No, nah, he don't roll like that. He don't roll like that. He don't roll like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, yeah, it's not his M.O., right? That's not, no, nah, that's not his M.O. I don't think it's him. I don't think it's him. I don't think it's him. Well, what we walking through is we, 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 we're trying to look and see a pattern here. How the adversary be operating? I'll tell you this. There's a couple of stages in my life where things seem a little weird. Like, uh, so I had a tryout coming up, but I hadn't found my wife. This is the statement I made, walking down the street talking to God. I said, God, now that's not like you. Basically, that's not your M.O. It seemed like I would have met my wife already. I met her the next week. Kid you not. And when stuff be happening, I was like, hmm, babe, knowing God, he don't roll like that. But 
God ain't the only one that got an MO. The adversary got an MO. All right, so you see a pattern here. And let's go to Hebrew. We said forgiveness is a part of one of his devices, right? To trick us, right? To trick us so he may what? Devour us. Right? I said unforgiveness. Thank you, wife. Brother, need help. All right, so <laughs> I'm not by myself. All right, so Hebrews 12. Hebrews 12, and we'll, we'll go over here to verse 15. Not 14. It says, follow peace with all men and holiness, without which no man shall what? See the Lord. Key to seeing God is peace with people and walking in holiness. Otherwise, you don't see God. You're going to miss God. You don't have no hope. And look at here at verse 15. Looking diligently. We read diligent earlier, but diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God, right? After the semicolon, it says this, lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you. We just went on, went over unscrambling the mind, right? Trouble you, right? The root of bitterness end up struggling, trouble you, and, uh, and thereby many be what? Defiled. Now look in the next verse. Lest there be any fornicator, sexual immorality, or profane person as Esau, who for one morsel of meat sold his birthright. Right? It says for one moment of pleasure, he sold his birthright. And the scripture goes on to say, later on, he wished he would have repented of it. Hey, hey, can I change this up? If you read the story of Esau, he was begging his dad. Yo, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's rethink this thing, man. Can I get this blessing? He's like, hey, hey, blessing gone. <laughs> blessing gone. Just for a moment of pleasure, he sold his birthright. Now, this is the same chapter earlier when it says, um, uh, you know, uh, it says uh, didn't want to, just for a season of pleasure, right, all right, so, so the root of bitterness trouble you, right? You know, it says watch out, right? Um, and so, so here we have these devices. We have one of the devices is un unforgiveness, because I said forgiveness before, but it's unforgiveness, right? And, he, and, and you're saying to yourself, he's using, why is he using unforgiveness? <laughs> Refusing to enjoy what? For a season, right? Right, just, just, just blowing fulfillment and purpose just for a moment of pleasure, right? But, but, but now, now look at what we talked about here. We said the thief is trying to get something. Now, we know the scripture, the thief comes not but to steal, kill, and to destroy. I came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Ho, ho, y'all got to walk with me here. So you got this contrast. You got a thief that's trying to steal, kill, and destroy, but stealing to kill and destroy what? Not just our life, but our abundant life. So, so think about it. We sow, we give. Like some of us actually believe because we sow, we give. It's a guarantee we're going to reap a harvest. Not if the thief has stolen it. <laughs> like you're looking for a harvest. and You know how like you be waiting on a check. And then it's, you know, it's supposed to come on Friday. And you'd be like, something must have happened. But suppose somebody stole it. You waiting, just waiting and waiting. Check ain't coming unless you investigate and find out somebody done stole your check. <laughs> Listen. So, all right, all right, all right. 
Just, just got to be patient, you know. You just got to walk through this, right? It'll all come together, grasshopper. <laughs> so, so first, first, first John, uh, first John two. <laughs> so good, good to take a note. All right, good to take a note. All right, so we got first uh, John two. All right, now, now this is good. This is good because we have, we got this thief. And he's trying to take some stuff from us, right? And um, and we said we, we identify as Satan, right? Seeking whom he may devour, right? Then it says, "Don't be ignorant of his devices." Second Corinthians two, and and it included a device. It said devices, but it highlighted a particular one: unforgiveness, because unforgiveness has something to do with our relationship with people. Then it said, "Walk with people," right? The description then it says, "Walk with us peace, peacefully," uh, right? It says, unless what? A root of what? Bitterness. Bitterness spring up, trouble you. Right? Didn't it say that? <laughs> right, right, right. See, 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 see. Now, when you trouble, you normally trouble. Come, we just did a teacher. Where you trouble at? Right? All right? Okay, all right. It's all going to line up. It's all going to line up, right? All right, so now let's go over here to. Uh, Keith Bradley, you 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 just be doing too much sometimes because I was supposed to. Yeah, I know that, but I I think I played myself. Um, I can't believe I did that. Uh, so let me see. This first John is this. All right, all right. So I I'm gonna just do it on a out of the spirit because. Sometimes I'll be studying too much, and then I had to rush to get here, so I was supposed to remove some notes and put them in another place, but now they're in the way. But it's cool. It's 1 Corinthians 2, uh, 1 John 2. 1 John, 1 John, 1 John, 1 John 2. 1 John, ready, set. All right, so 16. It says, for all that is in this world, right? And it's summarizing. For all that is in this world, look. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but of the world. And the world passes away, and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. So you got another contrast here. You got, you got for all that's in this world, I just want to let y'all know. The lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life, that's not of God. That's of the world. Right? He says, and all, the, every, all this stuff is going to pass away and that lust thereof, but if you're doing the will of God, that's what's going to keep you, right? Kingdom stuff is what's going to keep you. World stuff is going to crush you. All right? You got me so far? All right, okay, good, 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 good. Now, now, now this, this whole lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. So that's a tool, right? Lust of the flesh. Lust of the eyes, pride of life. Now, that's not a new tool. That's an old tool. That's just the end of the Bible, right before Revelation, right? Let's go to Genesis 3. One thing about, I was, I was talking to somebody at the gym today, and, we, and they was asking me about the game. I know this is going to be recorded, but it's my opinion, right? I know they don't give too many on 
the tape, but I'm what this is gonna speak to the situation. So they was asking about the game. And and I said I said, I don't know why the team that lost, I ain't said the name of the team, that lost yesterday lost. I said, because the other team is one dimensional. I said they top player is he ain't making no moves. He's just jumping up and shooting over you. I said for the the way I grew up for a defender, that's easy to stop. Because I know what you're gonna do. I said, then the other little fella, I would call little fella, you know, he might he might be bigger than me. I don't know. I'm only five ten, ten and three quarters. But <laughs> I am. I'm actually five ten to three. Hey, when you under six feet, you add the quarters. You add up all the quarters. Yeah, you add the quarters, you know. So so but I'm gonna call him for right now, little fella. I don't think. I I think he's probably still a little fella to me, you know. Yeah, there you go. Young fella, little fella. He one dimensional. So I told him, I said, he can only shoot going left. I said, you make him go right. I know this is on tape. Tweet me. <laughs> so, 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 and I said, even when he shoot left, his feet turn this way. So he can't shoot the other way. If he shot square, he can shoot left, he can shoot right. I said, he one dimensional. I said, now, I, and, and growing up, now, now this is on recording. You can go ask somebody. I was a good defender because I, 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 I read people. I look at their tendencies. Oh, this this guy. Like people are like he's unstoppable. He had forty five. I be like, I, I studied the film. I said, oh, he only go one way. I force him the other way. I'm gonna make him uncomfortable for the whole game, right? The devil. He only got three moves. Three moves. But he's been running the same three moves over and over and over. And we've been, lusted eyes, lusted flesh, pride of life. Let me show you right here. He started this at the beginning. Genesis 3. Genesis 3, look at 6. It says, look, now first he was like, he was playing with a head. You know, God don't want you to eat a tree of good and evil. He's trying to mess with the scripture because he don't want you to be like him, this, that, and the other. So he, he, he tried to tempt her to eat what God told them not to eat, right? So verse 6, he said, and when the woman saw, saw with what? Her eyes, right? That the tree was what? Good for food. Look, look. The tree was good for the fruit. Good for food is lust, lust of the flesh. And that it was pleasant to what? The eyes. That's the lust of the eyes, right? And a tree to be desired to make one wise. Pride of life. It's right there. Same move. He's like, he's he running the same moves. Look at this, uh, Mark chapter 4. What'd you say? Right. <laughs> like, you're playing the same moves. Like, stop. You're shooting the same way all the time. All right, all right, so. Ooh, ooh, Pastor Mel said it's been working. All right, so look, 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 look. All right, uh, we know this passage, uh, Matthew four, and you know it talks about the soul, soul of the word. It says some uh, the Satan uh, steals immediately when they are offended. Like people think offense is an option, and they lose the word. But without the word, you don't have faith, right? Without faith, you can't see. If you can't see, you have no hope because how are you going to believe for something? You'll just be stuck with what you have, right? So it says he tries to steal immediately. Then it says some people get the word that's on stony ground. You know, it says, it says uh, when the persecution and affliction arises for the word's sake, you know, they're offended, they lose the word. Then it says 
Look, look, here it says uh, in verse 18, it says, And these are they which are sown among thorns, such as hear the word, right? Look, so, so, so these people get the word, and the word gets in them, look. But it says, In the cares of the world, deceitfulness of riches, and the lust of other things enter in and choke the world, and, and, and choke the word, all right? And I had this lined up. What did I say? I said Matthew. I said Mark at first. It's been a long few days. Work, work, work with your pastor. It's Mark. I'm sorry. Mark chapter 4. Thank you. Mark chapter 4. I apologize. Mark chapter 4, uh, 18 and 19. All right, so here you have uh, the cares of the world, deceitfulness of riches, and the lust of other things. And if, if, you, if you take time, you triangulate that, it's the same thing. It's, it's, it's the lust of the eyes, um, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, right? You know, uh, from pride of life, cares of the world, deceitfulness of riches, um, uh, and then uh, the lust of other things. It's, 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 it's that same pattern. The things that choke the, choke the word are the very things that he uses to tempt you, Um uh, that he's been using the whole time. It's the same. It's the same game. Now, bottled up in all this is is a uh, how can I put it? Is a um, is is a nourishment. Now, this might sound crazy. The nourishment for all this stuff is is unforgiveness. So he'll try to to feed his weeds with unforgiveness. See, see, the thing is about, one of the things about unforgiveness, and I, I share this, I, I, I know I'm going to have to do a teaching on, on just maybe some mental illness and stuff, but, but uh, it's an incubator for that stuff. Bitterness, unforgiveness, you know, th people lose their minds. Like, literally, like, like you know, I, and, and I have family members that literally have never recovered because of they allow offense or bitterness and unforgiveness. But, but you're going to see that the bitterness and the unforgiveness is the reason why it's a tool because it, it, it creates a void in us. And when you have a void, it creates a thirst. And that thirst is supposed to be what God is supposed to fulfill. But what happens is we fall for the okie doke and allow the world we, we drink of the world so it's almost like oh this is great this is a, this straight holy ghost alright so you're in a situation you're doing well you're living right right you're living right you're living right right can I get an amen? amen amen okay good you're living right everything's going pretty good you know um, promotions and you know, money just went on vacation uh, you know uh, you know uh, just dropped 40 you know just things just everything's just going good well Somebody you really care about just did you wrong. Hurt your feelings. Oh, crushed you. You know, could have, girlfriend could have broke up with you. Child could have uh, disrespected you, you know, or uh, best friend could have just talked about you. Something, something like that. But, but you, you crushed, you hurt. Ah! Well, you ever see, and this is how the world trains you. You ever see the world trains you what? Man, you know what? I've been doing right. I need a drink. Right? It's almost like it's like, in the world, that's like normal, right? 
I need a drink. Some of us leave the world, but when we go through traumatic stuff, what do we say? I need a drink. It's almost like, it's okay now, you know, because I'm going through stuff. <laughs> Surely, I get a pass because of everything I just went through. It's trauma. Give me a drink. But see, this is the setup, though. Because the purpose of the drink is to relieve something. And everything in the world tells you it relieves something. Right? But it doesn't. It creates something. <laughs> Think about it. Um, uh, if you're feeling depressed, the world says go get a drink to relieve the depression. But alcohol is a depressant. And, and, and the worst thing about it is it creates an appetite for more. And you, like, you be wondering how this stuff happens. Now before you know it, you binging on something because you're trying to still get this relief. When the, your first, listen, the first thing you do in the midst of a trauma situation is, will determine if your life has changed or not. If you first go see God, you're good because he'll quench that thirst. If you seek the world, it'll create more thirst. Right? Hey, you'll be thirsting for poison. Drinking weakness on a regular basis. Call yourself trying to get strong. All right, okay, good, good, good. Just, just work with me because I'm not, I'm, I'm just, um, all right, all right, let's go back. I told you, I, my day's been a little different, so I scrambled my notes unintentionally. All right, so. So the adversary tries to distract us with implanted appetites. So the adversary tries to get us set up by, by getting us to take on appetites. But the appetites and the diet is what's been created by our own lust. Now, now ah, all right, all right, so, so, because so, I, I don't want to, I want to, I said I was going to be patient. All right, so Hosea 4. Let's go to Hosea. Well, we ain't have to go there. You can write it down. Hosea 4, 6. My people. Who? Who people? Right, so God's talking about his people, right? Right, so this is not just sinners. This is people. God's property, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Church, are you with me? All right, so, so my people perish for what? Lack of knowledge. So, so, but it goes by, well, look, look we, uh, you said it, uh, the uh, Amplified Version says, redemptive revelation. Redemptive means to be, the revelation that helps you to be redeemed. To recognize the price has been paid for what's this curse that's been set on you, this debt, this sickness and disease. Look, this inability to control your own uh, cravings, right? That's a curse. You know, in the, you, you know that's a part of the hell, right? The torment. The torment is you have an itch you can't scratch. Now, I say itch. Fill in the blanks. You have a thirst that you can't quench. You have a lust that you can't gratify. Only it's not temporary, it's forever. So you don't want to set yourself up and go into a situation. Never mind, that's... that's that's a whole nother story. All right, so, so you got me, right? My people perish from a lack of knowledge. Let's go to Proverbs 6. 
And, and we're talking here about exposing a thief called lust. Because suddenly, lust has been allowed to hang around in a lot of lives, and it's stealing. So, lust has been hired as your top accountant. And so, as you're getting in all these blessings and funds that you're drawing in from God by sowing your seed and tithing and, and doing all this benevolence and helping people out and caring for people and loving people just because, loving people just because, right? You do all that stuff, and so you deserve a harvest for that, right? I mean, come on now. God promised to harvest for the seed sown. Yeah, just make sure you don't hire the wrong accountant. If you hire lust, the whole time you be thinking money is being built up on your in, in, in your your account, you in the finances, that'd be crazy. Like you, the whole time you think you're giving this person money and they investing it right and they building up, you like, I should have about this much by now. You know, you know, check it. You know, you're like, I can get to it. Then you go look in your account and be like, where's my money? <laughs> Somebody's fleecing it. Yeah, yeah, that's what lust been doing. <laughs> and so, you know, there's a so. So we said John 10.10, 10, right? The thief cometh not, what? But to kill, steal, and destroy. I have come that you might have life and have more abundantly, right? And then we said, you know, this, 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 this thief is, is stealing without our permission or embezzling, right? Right? But we need to catch this thief. Let me, this, is, this is why, Proverbs 6. Remember that uh, that song? Uh, Y'all sang it here. What is it? Uh, taking it back? Taking it back. Taking it. Taking it. Taking it back. Ah! What, what's that? How you say that? You're wrong, devil. What, how you say it? What do you say? This is mine, devil. This is mine, devil. <laughs> I like the way you say it. This is mine, devil. We're taking it. <laughs> right, right. All right, so anyway, let's go to Proverbs 6. All right, so here we go, uh, verse uh, 30. It says, men do not despise a thief if he steal to satisfy his soul when he is hungry. Right? Almost just have mercy on him. I was in a situation, God stole from me. Uh, I was in upstate New York, and God came to visit me. He was locked up, came back to visit. We was talking. I just went to the, 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 to the restroom. When I came back, he, he had left, so I just figured he left. But I noticed I used to collect uh, uh quarters like I never spent quarters you know I just I just have tons of quarters all the quarters was gone <laughs> so my first thought is oh no you got me twisted and then holy gets some spirit kicked and I said he probably really he probably just needed it I ain't even take I mean I, I listen I went in the restroom that long and that was when I was at you know my top my top shape I'd have caught him if he's driving I'd have caught him <laughs> That's how fast I was back then. Hey, give me back my quarters. No, anyway. So, no, but it's a, <laughs> it says, men do not despise the thief if he still to satisfy his soul. It says, when he is hungry, right? It says, but if he be found, he shall restore sevenfold and shall give all the substance of his house. If he be found. So we catch the thief. Oh, 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 oh listen. Y'all tripping. See, that's what you got to watch you say to people right here. So look, look. So we're trying to catch the thief because we catch the thief. If he has been bezeling, not only do he have to give us sevenfold, 
But all that is like so the thief ain't been stealing just from us. He's been stealing from a whole lot of folk that's been allowing him to handle their accounts. <laughs> right? So let's been stealing from a lot of folk. If we catch him, all that stuff that seems like it's been delayed comes pouring quick. But see, it's hard to catch them because some of us have been, uh, what do you call it, uh, harboring them. <laughs> yeah, harboring the thief. You know, like you ever see somebody, they're going through abuse and the police officer come to the house and they're trying to catch them and they be like, no, 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 everything's fine. We could have got them that day. Like, we could have caught them. Everything's fine. You know, because like, you can't be in denial here because the thief, listen, Y'all know God's trying to give us information because he's trying to help us, right? You can't be in denial. And this is, listen, across the world, everybody has dealt with some level of lust. So don't worry about it. Yeah, it, male and female. Oh, 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 when I, the last time I talked to this, I, that, well, I was in another state, I researched, and the top people dealing with uh, the internet porn was females. And, and yes. Tops, tops was females. You said you never thought it, but it makes a lot of sense. It's private. Like, who's going to know? Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. It, oh, they was watching all types of stuff. See, it, it's hard for people to realize. Really? Yes. On every site you can think about. Ah, yeah, there you go. See, and, and, and that's why I said the history, most people don't. It, it makes sense to me because if church is where you get delivered and get freed, how many sermons have you heard people talking about lust? Old school people, as you was coming up, at the Church of God. How many times have you had a bunch of lust sermons? <laughs> you said Romans chapter 6? <laughs> right? Yeah, so, so it's kind of like, it's kind of like, and then a lot of people are dealing with stuff. You think about uh, what is wrong. certain denominations, I was about to say, <laughs> but certain denominations, you know, they always get in trouble for what? I you don't have to blurt it out, man. It's not your fault. It's my fault. I did ask the question. Yeah, he actually said. But it's true. When people have fallen, what did they fall from? They're actually, actually, uh, I know one of these people know this. There's one, one, one church person left this, left the state, went to another state because they couldn't stay there because their their mate was having sex with everybody. So they had to. This is this is this is a, a person of God. Now I know y'all think is y'all think is a male, don't y'all? Well, the people that know don't think it's a male, but. You know, right? I right, so 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 again, it's, it's it's stuff people go through. It's 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 uh um it's very challenging. See, the devil only has three suits, and we know it's the lust of the flesh, that's evil desire. The lust of the eyes is lack of contentment, temptation, evil offering, and spiritual bribes. The pride of life, gain and reputation, self reliance. Right? We understand that, but you, but but we gotta catch him. We gotta catch that thief so he can return to us sevenfold. Now, 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 the adversary has had this plan for a while. This is his motive of operation. So if you read through Isaiah 14, 
when you know Lucifer was uh, in in the position of worship. Now, now think about it. He was in a position of what? Worship, top worship person. He fell, right? Because he's a fallen angel, right? But his gifting is still in him, right? Gifting and calling God without repentance. So that is what worship, right? All right, so if, if now he's fallen, then it's tainted or perverted or twisted, right? So we already know that's why he uses music. Sounds good to you, but the whole time is feeding corruption inside of you. But that's a whole other story. We won't talk about music today, but we'll, we'll, it's coming. Coming soon to a church near you. All right, so, all right, so, but I want to say it from this angle. Just let's talk about twisted worship. I just want you to think through the thought of if somebody operating in worship, the key to all worship, and they're twisted. Right, so now they're operating on the level of passion, a, a passion that, that creates an atmosphere of power. You know, passion, you could use the words kind of interchangeably, but now it's perverted, it's twisted. So they still have the effort, it's just directed in a different place, right? Right? They still, so he said this in, in Isaiah 14, 12, he says, I will gain authority or rule in God's kingdom, Right? That's what deception spoke out. I will, I will gain a thought. I will be where the most high is. I, I, I. That's why I tell you, stop, stop, stop with the eyes, right? You know, that, 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 that self. But, but his goal was what? Authority in the kingdom. Rule in the kingdom. Taking over the kingdom. Because he figures if I get in the right position, right, I can have everything. They won't have what they're supposed to have. Now, when he fell, God, it says in the Bible, in John 6, I'm seeking worshipers. That would be us. Who who you think we'd be replacing? Lucifer and his fallen angels, which were the worshipers. Right? You got me so far? All right, this is all going to tie in because we're still trying to bust the thief out, right? But we're trying to see what his motive is. And so he's trying to get ruled in the kingdom. And so, so now I'm trying to get ruled in the kingdom. Um... He, he comes up with a plan, devices, but he's limited, right? Because he's not all-knowing, he's not all-power, he's not, he's not, he's not a omniscient, omnipresent, and all that. So as has come up, so he came up with less of flesh, less of eyes, pride of life. And since it's been working, he hadn't changed it. He's also come up with, I got to sever relationships. Because I've already seen when they're in agreement, nothing can restrain from them they imagine to do. We're all in agreement we're just choosing what church we want. Who can stop us? We're in agreement, right? We're in agreement. We're just deciding what we want to do. And, and no, we're not. We're deciding as God leads us. Just thought I slipped that in there, <laughs> right? But we're in agreement. But let's say even if God didn't tell us, if we're in agreement, it will happen. It's just it would be we won't have God endorsing it. Genesis eleven, remember? It said they was on one, had one mind, one speech. Nothing would be restrained from them that they imagined to do, because they was on one accord. So he says, "I know how they are when they're on accord, and they, they trying to live for God. I can't. I don't need them in agreement. So I gotta sow discord among the brother." Proverbs six, right? Before he got into the thief, it talked about sowing discord among the brothers. Same chapter, the, 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 the earlier verses. He said, "Okay, what I gotta do is I gotta create." Bitterness, a root of bitterness. We just talked about that Hebrew 12. A root of bitterness in their heart. 
I gotta get, I gotta create misunderstanding, right? We talked about that in Unscrambling the Mind, right? Right. Remember we talked about excellent thinking on um, uh, excellent excellent spirit on uh, Sunday, right? Like, do 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 we care enough about people to be exhaustive in how we in searching for an understanding, right? That was Sunday, right? I right, so he says, no, see, 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 I don't need all that because that's going to keep them in harmony. You, uh, you, uh, you guys are married. You guys are married. We're married. You guys are married. You guys are married. You guys are married. You guys are married. Now, I, no, I'm talking to the couple behind you. You ain't married yet. Yeah. Uh, anyway. See how people just try to interrupt your sermon? You're just trying to flow. All right, but the whole, everybody's married. I, I get how you present yourself in public, but it's work to be married. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to tell somebody that's probably listening in what you said. But, but, but the reality is, is work, when I say work, I'm not talking about bad work. It's an investment. It costs to harmonize. Now, some people don't have an excellent spirit. They ain't paying no price. They're just like going through the motions and like, yeah, just whatever. It'll just go away eventually. And I'm not putting myself on the line to speak any truth. To, to, I'm not laying down my life for my friend. They just had to figure it out. But if you really want to be, have a harmony, it costs you your life. Right? Doesn't it? All right, so it costs you. You have to fight to be in agreement, right? We talk about this in the boot camp. You have to do what? It's a fight to be in agreement. Because the whole time, the Aaron said, remember, remember the screen? He tried to put the screen up to you, make you think one thing, and then he shows something else to the other person on the other screen. So most of the time when you done, bro when you done made up, it was a misunderstanding. And it was just a little piece that you didn't hear, right? In, in, in our relationships. I mean, this happens to us a lot of times. Oh, babe, I thought you were saying such and such. I was like, no, nah, I didn't say that, right? It just happens a lot. Imagine more than two people. You got kids now. You know, you're working to understand them in their stages, not realizing they're just like you was when you was in that stage. But anyway, <laughs> but then you have now a church family. We got all these different backgrounds, different cultures. You got uh, little New York. For the people on the, on the video and listening online, that has been deemed as Greenville, South Carolina. I know y'all probably was thinking like New Jersey or Philly or something like that, but you know, we're down here in the South with, with the minister. But you got, <laughs> you got Greenville, you got uh, upstate New York, people, New Jersey. All of us have been trained in certain environments and cultures. And actually, we never question it because it worked for us until you get around other people that go, why you do that? <laughs> <laughs> Why you say that? Why you flow that way? Well, that's kind of weird. So, but you have to work to harmonize with them, right? I'm still on what I'm talking about here. Because the thief doesn't want that. Because he knows in agreement. Remember when it was on uh, uh, Acts chapter 4, uh, 30, 32, 30, 32, 35, whatever. It says they was on one accord. It said they were so blessed, it said nobody liked anything. They said nobody liked anything. And it was like, oh, listen, man, we don't need you to be thinking about your house payment, Ed. We pay that off so we can keep, man, keep, man, keep watching these signs, wonders, and miracles, man. Man, look at all them people we got healed. Look at these people baptized and stuff like that. So it wasn't about what they had. 
They didn't want what they had to distract them from all that they was experiencing. You see what I'm saying? Do you think the devil want that? See, the thief trying to steal that. Most of the, the hurdles everybody dealing with is money, finances, positions, working for somebody that, you know, good and well should be working for you. Right? You laboring, risking your life in some cases. Remember, Z was talking about uh, driving on the road last week. You out there risking your life for somebody else's vision. Right? That old young dude wasn't treating my wife right. I couldn't say nothing. I was like, I said, you know what, babe? It ain't his fault. He's, he, he's not designed to care for you. You trying to help that dude's vision, that dude don't know how to take care of you. I got to get myself together. So you, li you living off of our vision. But anyway, that's another story. All right, so, so, so we said this, this, he tried to get rule over the kingdom. Now, we, we're talking about this thief, and we're trying to, look, we're trying to research his history. Why is this guy rolling this way, and what's his skill set, right? And then, so you have Matthew 11, right? Let's go to Matthew 11. I, I saw it at the time, uh, Matthew 11. If we just casual, just let somebody just keep stealing our stuff, and we, all because we didn't investigate, you know, like identity theft, people just needed to check their information. <laughs> You know, keep looking at their accounts. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, so I know people just ain't never checked their account and look and find out it ain't nothing in there. All they had to do is check, right? All right, so what do they tell you? Uh, reconcile your books. All right, we're going to reconcile our books so we can get all our blessings, right? All right, so, so Matthew 11, verse 12. This is a scripture that people work through a lot. Um, but we gonna, it's going to fit here. It says, and from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers, suffereth violence, and the violent take it by force. It's saying the kingdom of heaven, or the rule, uh, suffer, deals with a, a, a violence, and the violence take it by force. Take what by force? Position or authority in the kingdom. And so what it's saying is, is, the adversary is violently trying to gain strategic foothold so he can have influence on our stuff. Are we violently using our passion to make sure he doesn't get that foothold? So the, the adversary is violently, we know this in sports, basketball. There's, we call it a sense of urgency, right? There's a team, we can't lose this game, man. We can't lose. Yeah, so there's, there's something in them like, no, no, listen, man, you better pay attention. You play defense, man, don't sleep, man. Don't sleep. Wait, wait, listen, listen, stay focused, stay focused. Everybody focus. The other team, chilling. I miss a shot, we miss a shot, whatever. That's the team that's normally losing, Right? Because one team is like, I can't lose. The, the adversary is desperate. He knows his destiny is hell. So he has a sense of urgency. I'm going to use everything in me. And this is this, I'm, I'm going to share this with you. And I'm going to break it down. But I'm going to share it from this angle. 
and I think me and Jamal was talking, so I shared a little bit. You know, I didn't want to give him all of what he's going to talk about. But if we are passionate and the adversary and everybody in his kingdom are passionate at the same time, who you think going to win? We, we're going to win every time. I, I, I'm, I'm explaining it. See, so, so it says kingdom of heaven suffers violence. It's, 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 it's making way. It's, it has an allowance for us to be passionate to possess it. And, 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 and it's going to tie into how love is, is lust is stealing. Because if we both operate in passion, i.e. passion of Christ, <laughs> right? If we open, our power to love is stronger than his lust to have. Listen. Our power to love is stronger than the adversary's lust to have. So all we got to do is operate in our design. Our design, God is love. Operating our love, that's why, see, see, the thing is, he knows he can't do nothing with you at full power. So he's been trying to seek to devour you. The Bible says Satan desires to sift you as wheat. Luke 22, verse 31. I'm praying that your faith fails down. So sift is to break you down. So he's trying to break down your love, which is your power source. And because if you don't have the power or the passion, you don't have what you need to possess the kingdom. And so what he's trying to do is weaken it. He's trying to convert your power, into your, your love power into lust. Because if he converts it into lust, you're in a stupor. You can't even see the kingdom. You, the Bible says you can't see it far off. You, you're, you're clouded. You're blinded. Guess what? And you, I said this the other day. I'm going to tell you, illusion, and I taught this in Renewing the Mind a while ago. I'll, we'll teach it again eventually, I'm sure. But so I learned this about flying. You got IFR and VFR. IFR is instrument flight reading. VFR is visual flight reading. Most pilots go by the instruments, that would be the word for us. They can't see necessarily. They're not looking at where they're going. And the reason why they're not looking because they'll, they deal with death perception. Sometimes you think you're higher on the ground than you are. Or things are closer than they appear, like it says in your rearview mirror. Or one of the guys crashed their plane because they thought they were further away from the ground than they were. They were using visual flight reading. But because of the storms that day, they should have been using their instruments. See, we're in storms all the time. Things are trying to cloud us all the time. We should be using our instruments. But we're trying to walk by sight and not by faith. Right? That's what we're trying to do. So, so the thing about that is, when you, when, when, when you, when, the thing about flight is, we got death perception. You, you got, it seems like things are closer than they appear. It seems like I'm right in line with something, but I'm, I'm a little off. All right, all right, so... The thing is, the whole thing about uh, visual or how you perceive stuff, sometimes we can fall into illusion. A lot of us has lived in illusion. We, we, we hype stuff up. We talk about we're at a place and we're not really there. We exaggerate all the time. We, we, we're, we're people that, that are around us, see, see, this is the thing. Don't mistake encouragement for endorsement. I tell you, we're in the heirs family. We, we're a loving family. We encourage all the time. 
I've very, I've never heard nobody teach, and then we do, you know, at the end, man, and then you pass around the mic. That was the sorriest sermon I ever heard in my life. Oh my God, what in the world? Pastor let you teach? Not one time. Some people have taught for two minutes. Some people have taught for an hour. Not one time have you ever heard somebody say, oh my God, talk about stink. You know why? Because it's supposed to be an atmosphere of encouragement. But don't let that give you overconfidence and you cross over and thinking that's an endorsement and you don't and you don't still work on your craft. Right? There's a person I was trying to train, they're no longer here, and uh, uh, I forgot the atmosphere I was in. So I said, okay, before I give you my criticism, go ask the people. Why, as soon as I, right before I even went, oh my God, that was powerful. I was, okay, that's not what I was trying to do. And the person didn't, didn't teach nothing. We were talking about the classes. person didn't teach nothing on the outline. I said, so if I, if I gave out a handout, everybody would fail. Everybody would fail. Because you didn't get none of the information. Because you didn't study. The person didn't study. You're right. you know, I mean, we had a transparent conversation. They're not here no more. That's why I'm saying it. You know, right? Um, so what I'm saying is we, the adversary is trying to convert our passion. He must break down our power to love and convert it into lust. He must break down our power to love and convert it into lust. He must break down our power to love and convert it into lust. Stealing our, our, our ability to possess or rule in God's kingdom. See, because the scripture says we're a royal priesthood, cho chosen generation, right? Holy nation, right? Look, Romans 8, 19, all creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. And I'm going to tell you what a fool is. I did a teaching uh, uh, to the youth uh, years ago called Don't Be a Fool. A fool is a person, Proverbs 1, 7, who despises the knowledge of God, turns their back on the knowledge of God. Just because they're not, it's not comforting, it's not endorsed in the position they're in at the time. That's a fool. The whole purpose of the word is to bring you from where you are, not to comfort you to stay there. Right? Amen. And see, when he's trying to break you down, he's trying to break you down. At first, he's trying to break you down, and it's, there's resistance. You ever see the, the movies where the person's kidnapped, and they're trying to get away? <laughs> you know, he's trying, you know, trying to get out of that place. But then after a while, you know, the person starts talking to him nice and treating him a certain way. And after a while, they're working for him. They're on the team. They're assisting the, cap the people that's holding them captive. At first, he's trying to convert your power into, into lust, but he's really trying to take your power and convert it into weakness. But after a while, he don't need to. You're doing it. He don't need to. He got you. You're, you're, you're weakening yourself. And then, you know, people walk around, man, the devil is something else, man. The devil's a liar. Yeah, the devil's a liar, and so are you. <laughs> Now, somebody going to walk out of here and say, Pastor Keith called me a liar. I ain't say no names. But if you walk out of here thinking you're a liar, you're probably a liar. <laughs> but I didn't. I didn't. You know, listen, I've been checked, so I ain't going to call nobody nothing. So you don't have to worry about that. 
I, I take my, my checks with a grain of salt, right? All right, so, so, so this lust is it's intense. Lust is intense. It's, 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 it's an unrestrained sexual craving, an overwhelming desire. And the thing about it, it'll steal your preparation, which qualifies you and others for fulfillment. It'll just steal it. So first, first, I mean, James 1. Let's go to James 1. James 1. James, here we go. Verse 12. It says, blessed is the man that endureth temptation. So temptation is going to come at us, but it's, it's testing your ability to endure. It says, for when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life when he's tested, which the Lord has promised to them that love him. So this person is receiving authority in the kingdom, right? It says, let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempteth he, he any man. But every man, uh, now we know underneath man at our church, what? Male and female. Every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. And when lust has conceived, it bringeth forth sin. And when sin is finished, Oh, I'm sorry, and sin. And when it is finished, bringeth forth death. So, so you know, the statement we used to hear for years ago, uh, uh, sin, uh, was it takes you further than you want to go, makes you pay more than you want to pay. No, make you stay more than you, longer than you want to stay and make you pay more than you want to pay. Like it's never just that initial uh, yielding to temptation. It always tries to drag you. Uh, now, and I'll get into that. I'm going to get into what, go, what, you know, I'm not going to do it today because of time, but I'll get into what goes on in your mind. Because a lot of times people think people just, they, they, they think they're making uh, coherent choices. You know, like they're choosing, they're looking at these two options and they're going, mm, eh. you know, you go to the store and you're picking out a dress. You go, ah, but that one's nice. Ah, but that one's nice. Well, if I take that one, I'm just going to have to sacrifice that one. Well, maybe I can get both. You know, but you, you, know, you like, but you, you, but you're picking between two, right? Does that make sense? Yeah. All right, well, when people get caught up in lust and it blinds them and, and, and the dopamine and everything start kicking in, the opioids and all that stuff, no, they're not choosing between two. They can't see two. Uh, I dealt with a guy, he was actually, a, 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 I think he was a pastor. And so I developed a good relationship with his family, so... It, you know, he kept going in and out of rehab and stuff like that. So they asked me to minister to him. So we became real close. And so, I, so, so his daughter would always come in and be crushed. She's like, he did it again. I said, well, let me explain something to you because I know what you're thinking. You're thinking he chose the, uh, the free base over the family. I said, no, the family wasn't a consideration. He was so intoxicated or clouded, he couldn't see what he was losing. Most people don't see what they're losing until it's gone. But they're not going, okay, hmm, okay. And, 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 and this is the thing. It's been designed this way for a long time. It, it's, it's, remember we talked about Satan is perverting what's already existing. So I, I shared this with you before, and we'll get more into it in the in in future weeks. But... The dopamine and all that was is, is, is been designed to put it put in you. So when a child is born, a child is not hungry. For what we give them, 
definitely not that that formula stuff. They can, you know. Uh, so the child's not, oh, now that I'm out, give me some formula. They've been living off of being connected to the biblical core for the longest. They can care less about that stuff. So you actually have to create an appetite in the child. But you actually think you're creating it. No, what you've given it and it starts to consume triggers the dopamine and all that and they start to crave. If you don't create that, that craving for food for that child, that child will die of starvation. Without, but you'll say, why would the child not eat knowing they could die? The child's not trying to die. It's not hungry. It, it, and it can't even process the need for food. Once it starts eating, it, oh, you almost can't sit down. Or you got to get up every two hours or whatever. But what you're doing is you're creating an appetite so that child could survive. That's actually the purpose of that dopamine. It's some other stuff in the chemicals. I'm paraphrasing some stuff because... I didn't have time to bring it today, right? But, but this, this is my whole point. It doesn't change the way it operates because we use it wrong. Its functionality doesn't change because we use it wrong. And, but the, the, its functionality doesn't change, but its effect does. Because now when you use it wrong, it still creates dopamine and craving, but you're craving the wrong thing and what you're, and, and, and actually, now you're throwing off its, its, its intended purpose. So it, it, it's almost like your system malfunctions. You can't even think right. People have lost houses, cars, jobs because of lust. They've thrown away careers. I know someone threw away a scholarship. Well, I know many of people throw away scholarship, but I'm talking about this was actually, if you, if you knew what this person did, you'd be like, you. You, you was working hard for this, you got this, and you threw it away. Uh, what did you, what's the scripture you read? And uh, it was, uh, it was, uh, Ms. Marr was um, 1125. For the pleasures of sin for a season, they threw away everything that they were dreaming of. And guess, and, and this, and this, this is what happens. Remember when we said, sometimes it's like, oh man, I, I gotta get past this. You know, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna embrace the humility of it, because what's not exposed can't be helped, right? Sometimes we end up being so clandestine, we're not exposing the... See, 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 exposure is how they get caught. Not hiding, not lying. You know, man, I know some great people of God be lying. So they would rather save their, their reputation now, which is temporary, and lose their fulfillment later to harbor lust. And then they, 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 then they start to, people start to, we're going to get into everything too with this teaching. People start to justify certain things. Well, this is not really, uh, uh, y'all may not know this, but since I work with youth, so how things transition with youth, it started to become in high school where people were doing, um, uh, I got nobody here, but high school kids. Uh, but people were doing, uh, Oral stuff. But it's like, well, that's not intercourse. The Bible says flee fornication, sexual immorality. That's, that's what the Bible says. <laughs> so thieves still get to steal stuff. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? They still get to steal stuff. 
And, and, and the thing is, the reason why we got to talk about it, man, we can't, we can't, we can't just be, let nobody just be taking our stuff. <laughs> right? For what? I mean, at least, you know, like, let's say you, you, uh, you have a business and somebody's trying to take over, they're going to pay you. But they're going they're lowballing you. The business is really worth more than that. But you're like, hey, we was just fighting to keep it, keep the thing open. You got some money out the deal. No, that's not what the thief doing. You ain't getting nothing. You getting stuff. We getting stuff taken from us. We ain't getting nothing. And then we can't roll like that. Like that's not that's not even cool. For what? For a moment of pleasure? That it don't, don't last long. AJ said five seconds of pleasure. <laughs> He's back in one of our rap sessions. He said, man, I just thought about this, man. I'm, I'm, I'm blowing a whole lot of stuff for five seconds of pleasure. <laughs> and and it's, it's like, you, you, this is what you do. If, if, if you're struggling through stuff, now we're going to walk through how to get through it. I, you said you have a defense, right? We're going to walk through how to do it, but you got to come to class. All right. But if you're struggling through stuff, just, man, just today, go on the internet and just watch a bunch of look up a bunch of fiends, you know, like crack fiends or whatever. Yeah, and just, just look at them, look at how they operate, look at their mannerisms, look at, uh, I, and, and maybe watch some of their stories and watch, watch the things that they've blown and they've given away. And the reason why I said that, because uh, you're a Hollywood crack, uh, crack addict when you, when you caught up in lust. So you just not exposed like they are. But everybody looking at you the same way. Everybody looking at you like, why are you blowing this? Like, like we're, we're going to talk about how the thief is stealing. Because remember, he said he's trying to sever relationships because that creates harmony. The thief is stealing a lot of our relationships because we clouded. We arguing so much because we can't see. Because lust, that private little, listen, there is no such thing as private in the kingdom. Everything you do in the dark, everything hidden shall be revealed. It's coming out. It's re it, listen, it's all over you. You don't even see it like it's all over you. It's affecting your, your, your exchange. It's affecting your communication, affecting your flow. But we got all these little, we just hiding it. But then we'll tell ourselves, we'll hype ourselves up. Man, God's got a blessing. With your name on it. <laughs> I can't sing like you, but you know what I'm saying, but... Like you be, you be, yeah, God's got a blessing. And your name is on it. The thief done took it, though. He, he, he signed your signature. Forging. Forging your name. So you, next time you sing, God's got a blessing with my name on it, but I'm not going to get it. Just say, you know, just jump around because, I mean, I'll be seeing it, boy. We be in it like, <laughs> yeah. Some people crying because they're like, it's, it's on its way. Some people crying because they're like, the thief got it. <laughs> and I keep giving it to them <laughs> just for a moment of pleasure. Look, look, Esau, listen, Esau, it said he sold his birthright. Just for a morsel, just for a little moment of pleasure. Come on, man, for some biscuits? <laughs> You're going to sell out your, 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 your future 
rule in the kingdom. You know who Esau was, man? Esau be up there with Jacob. Esau would be Jacob. I don't know if they call it the change the name to Israel or not, but he would be. Jacob got his blessing. The children of Israel, the 12 tribes of Judah, all of the gates. You got gates with the, with the, the pearls. I mean, you got like all these things that y'all learned from the text. All these things triangulate to the children of Israel and the 12 tribes, 12 stones, 12, all of That would be Esau. He sold that, all that, for a bucket of grits. <laughs> for a bucket of grits. Hey, some of y'all laughing, what you selling yours for? As we're walking through this, and I gave some preliminaries, yes, you're going to deal with some conviction, yes, you're going to deal with some reflection and things of that nature. Man, man forget all that. It costs something to get, get our stuff back. It cost, listen, I remember when my, my license was expired because I was all in lust and stuff like that, so I was just messing up out there driving. So I came to Ohio, I had to get my license. It's, it's hard getting your stuff going, dealing with New Jersey. It, it cost me. Actually, uh, and, and how, look, I was playing it. I tried to play it. I got a car in Ohio. I don't know about the tags. Like, because in New Jersey, you have an inspection sticker on a window. In Ohio, they had the, the, the registration tag on the back. Well, I put the license plates on. I put my tag on the front. The tag that had the stickers was on the front. So I'm driving, and a guy pulled me over for that. And he's like, uh, you don't have no tags. Then he went, walked to the front. He says, why are your tags in the front? Well, I ain't know. Well, basically what's hidden will be exposed. I ain't had no license. Oh, my license was suspended in New Jersey. So guy says, well, you got to lead his car here. I, was, I just happened to be down the street uh, from my future wife. So I, 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 I walked home. We went and got the car. So I got a ticket. Was going to have to appear in court. Did I stop driving? <laughs> no. So I engaged Pastor Mel uh, at Paul's. It was Paul's, right? You know, I had them give her one of those, you know, you know how she liked to take stuff home? So one of the boxes to take stuff home had a ring in it, right? So, so I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm, I'm not a fronter. Male and I, I was feeling great. I was like, I'm engaged, about to get married. I'm driving, so I'm probably, well, I'm probably going 90, but the guy says, uh, you're going in a 55 mile an hour, whatever, I was, I was over 20 miles an hour over. So I said, officer, I just got engaged. I wasn't paying attention. Basically, just give me the ticket. All right, so now I got two tickets. I had to go to court. Couldn't do like back in the New Jersey days, just play it off. You know, I ain't going. So <laughs> that's how I used to do. So I, so I go to court, and I go to court for the, I think, the second ticket first. Yep, the second ticket first. And so, so I'm, I'm in there. I'm kind of nervous because they said $1,000 fine or jail. And I'm like, man, because yeah, you know how you don't like going to court because you think you're going to get locked up all the time anyway? <laughs> oh, well, I'm fine. I'm from New Jersey. That's what we'd be thinking. <laughs> so I go in there, and I'm like, man, these, 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 man, I can, I can get locked up. First of all, I don't have $1,000, so if I don't have the money, they're probably just going to lock me up. And so when we start talking, the judge said, hmm, I've never seen this ever in my life before. She said, the officer wrote on a ticket, Your Honor, if you could be lenient with this guy. 
it, he was, he's very cooperative. She said, man, just court calls. So I figured I got out of that. But I still wasn't at peace because I was like, I got to come back for another ticket. And when she sees me again, she's going to be like, so basically, you're an idiot. You didn't, you knew you weren't supposed to drive and you went out and drove anyway. Oh, no, 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 dude. We, this time, you're going to pay. So I'm, I'm all nervous. What she did was she looked at, she said, when you in here last week? She said, what we give you? Court, court calls? She says, this is dismissed. You can get out of here. I tell the story because for years, if I had to do anything with going to court, license, anything, I just like, man, forget it. It, it, look, look, it just work itself out. Now that's the blind dude. It ain't gonna just work itself out. You gotta do something. <laughs> Stop laughing at me, man. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Everything, you gotta do something. Like, like we, were, we had tons of debt. I'm not going to say, I just we did, it was tons of debt. We had to do something to clear up all that debt. We cleared it all up, but it, we had something to do. Thief stealing. You got to do something. That's all. It ain't, it, it's not, it's not, yes, it's, it's uncomfortable, but we, listen, we're going to have to do something, y'all. We can't just let them steal. And we can't excuse ourselves, uh, that's how men are. Well, you know, from time to time, you know, people just deal with these things. No. No, it's costing us. It's costing us. I'm telling you right now. I just read your Bible. I didn't give you all the stuff. I kind of was being nice, you know. All right? All right, so what we learned today? 